All right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Thursday, September 29th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Clayton, it is a big weekend preview episode, and it is a weekend in which we have two wide release, brand new, not re-releases, brand new, big studio movies coming out. I feel like the summer doldrums, you know, that, that big gap uh, uh, that we had post bullet train is officially, officially over. We got big movies mm-hmm. coming out. We had a couple of the last few weeks, but two this weekend. So Clayton, are you ready to preview? Oh, absolutely. And I would just want to say really quick before we get into these two movies, which are mm-hmm. smile and bros mm-hmm. that, you know, a little pat on the back for the woman King and barbarian. Yeah. I mean, they really did do a service. Even don't worry, darling, opening yeah. to over 20 or not over 20, just under 20, just under 20 hair under 20, but you know, with a, a, a tiny hair. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they deserve some kudos because we thought it was going to be a desert. Yes. And there was some flowers that bloomed in this desert. Yes. Yes. I mean, especially I would say Barbarian and the Woman King were big because I think mm-hmm. people were pointing towards Don't Worry Darling on the 23rd as like, okay, that's, you know, not the next big, big one. I mean, the next big, 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 big one is Black Adam, but, but. You know, Don't Worry Darling was the one that that everyone was like, we got to get to the 23rd and then that'll come out. And yeah, Barbarian, of course, did great, doing great, amazing holds and Woman King opened above expectations. And that really did a lot. Plus the Avatar re-release, you know, thank mm-hmm. God oh, for yeah. that. Um, but that did a lot to, I think, quell a lot of fears that we were having in those weeks where it's invitation, three thousand years of longing, confess Fletch, you know the the confess Fletch week is it's just uh, that that'll always be a rough one, a rough thing to relive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had we had some some real, uh, uh, you know, bright spots, and now we got two new movies opening this weekend. So, Clayton, I say we start talking about the one. That I think up until a few weeks ago, a lot of people were pegging as the bigger of the two releases coming this weekend. And now I'm not so sure anyone thinks that. Why don't we start talking about Universal Pictures, new studio comedy, Bros, starring Billy Eichner. So, you know, this is a movie that we we is almost an endangered species at the box office, which is big studio comedy you Mm -hmm. know not a superhero movie with jokes not a dramedy you know not an oscar play that has a couple of lofts in it this is a you know fairly brothers style judd apatow produced you know will ferrell could have started in this 10 years ago though there would have been some issues with the casting but this is a studio comedy and where are you at with the state of studio comedies, Clayton? Do you think this is a genre that still has a chance to be viable, or is this a streamo-only type genre? I mean, everything is cyclical. Things mm-hmm. come around. I mean, I don't think comedy on the big screen is dead forever. 
I would never say that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is very moribund at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't see this being the movie that's going to change it. I mean, I want to see comedies in theaters. Yes. I mean, this is something that I want to do. I, 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 I am not excited at the prospect of bros not performing well. Of course Because not. we want to, as we go to theaters to be scared together, we want to laugh together. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how we were raised. We grew yes. up laughing together at theaters. Now, yes. I guess kids laugh looking at their phones together. And that's something, I mean, laughter is a bonding experience. I mean, people, you know, line up at the Comedy Cellar to watch seven hours and uh, 28 comics. Yeah. To each their own. But yeah, yeah. Uh, some people are I, sick. Some people are some sick. people. Some people are very sick, and yeah. you know they're gluttons for punishment. But I want a tight ninety-minute to an hour and a half comedy, which is the, ninety minutes an hour and a half the same. So I want it to be ninety minutes. It's comedy. Go in there, laugh, and leave. Yes. And yes. I don't think a lot of young people want to do that, and and that's the problem. Bros is going to have. Bros yeah. is going to have the problem that the young people are going to go see Smile. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's for the most part, studio comedies were definitely a genre that was driven heavily by young people, you know, mm-hmm. like whether it is the low budget, you know, sort of hits back in the 90s, your Billy Madison's and your Tommy Boys or the the giant hits like your Dumber and Dumbers and something about Mary's and your hangovers. And, you know, the youth really drive comedy. Um, so it is going to be a choice for this age group this weekend of comedy versus horror. And I do think you're right. Phones have, have been able to replicate the, the, uh, comedy content in a way they haven't been able to replicate horror content. You know, youth now they find comedy on TikTok. They send it to their friends. That's what we used to do when we would show each other Billy Madison and I don't think those social media, they haven't replicated horror in that same way, the way they've mm-hmm. been able to replicate comedy. I mean, I think that an issue with studio comedies um, is that comedies traditionally have been based around a either established comedic star or a fresh new comedic star that is already known somewhere else so that that's what's going on here with bros with billy eichner is they're looking at breaking billy eichner the way you would have broken adam sandler uh or or mike myers or Kristen wig coming off of snl you know where people gain some fame on the big tv show and then they get to step up to the big leagues and get their own movie and it is going to be a little bit of a test because I can't think of where we've had this situation where Billy Eichner is, he's been on TV shows, but he's very much a streaming star. His star power comes from Billy on the street, specifically being on YouTube. You know, obviously it was on television. It's been on Fuse and moved like five different networks, but I feel like Billy on the street is very much an internet property. Mm -hmm. And He's an internet comedy star, and I don't know if that holds the same weight as having been on SNL for five years and then getting your own movie. Well, I mean, to call him an internet 
star. I mean, that it seems a little diminishing. I think it, 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 Billy on the street was it, on true TV. It's a weird thing because it was, and a he TV had difficult show. people. He had, he had difficult, difficult people, people, which is That's Hulu, which is, it's, yeah. and it's, it's not TV, but it is TV. So, I mean, he is, he is more. Yeah. He's a TV star. You're right. He's a TV star, right? So you can't yeah. diminish him in that way. No, so, no, you're right. True TV is TV. But like you said, I mean, SNL is one of those shows that regularly gets watched a ton. It's on it's on a prime spot. And yeah, he, he doesn't have much success on the big screen other than, you know, popping in for five minutes here and there in comedies. Right, right. And, and so this is, yeah, this would be a launching pad for him. And I don't know if he's a fully likable person enough for mass audiences. I do definitely think there's a niche for him when he's yelling on the street and that's his shtick. But you have to really cross over to be a big comedy star. And I don't know if Billy Eichner has the sort of personality or likability that you need for that. Uh, so here's my thing with that. It's I don't even know if it is whether he's likable or not likable. I mean, his character on the show that people love is he yells at people on the street. He's abrasive, which is fine. Comedy characters are often big and brash and all that. Well, look at Sam Kinison. Exactly. Look at Sam Kinison. So the the thing that I think is a maybe a, a, a little bit of a disconnect as I look at bros coming out is that he's not really playing that character in this movie, you know, he's someone who's been popular for a certain type of comedic persona. And then that comedic persona, at least what we could see in the trailer, is sanded down to not doing that at all. You know, Jim mm -hmm. Carrey on A Living Color, he twists his face around in all the sketches. He yells, you know, he's he he's making crazy faces, crazy noises. And then Ace Ventura is him doing the thing that you've seen him do on TV. And mm -hmm. I think the disconnect, what I've seen with bros and Billy on the street is he's not playing Billy on the street. He's playing kind of a bland romantic character in these trailers. And again, we're, we're previewing based on the marketing material. And I think a thing that I'm a little worried about for bros being a hit comedy is the marketing doesn't really give you the comedy star being what you want him to be. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not, this is not Billy on the street, the movie. This is him trying to be a kind of Tom Hanks part, you know, in the, in, in this gay romantic yes. comedy yes. and his comedic persona is not Tom Hanks. Yes, because there are scenes in the trailer where he is with a group of other people and they're the ones who are doing his shtick. Yes. And then a, he sits and reacts and it's like, no, that's your shtick and you're the star. You should be the one right. doing the shtick. Doing the shtick. And maybe in the movie, you know, if we see this movie, maybe the movie he's doing more of the shtick, but in the marketing materials in the trailer, this movie isn't pitched as a Billy Eichner, Billy on the street character performance. You know, Wayne's mm -hmm. World comes out. And you got Mike Myers and Dana Carvey doing the characters that you already know. You know, all the early Adam Sandler movies are Adam Sandler doing the shtick that people already liked him for on TV. So I think with bros, 
it, it's a it's a weird way of pitching this this comedy around someone where they don't get to do their comedic persona. So yeah. I think that that is kind of a thing going against us. The other thing that I'm a little worried about for this as a comedy is you don't see in the trailer who the breakout is in a way that in the hangover, it's like, okay, we all know going into this, that Zach Galifianakis character looks like a breakout or Mm -hmm. girls trip. You know, the big thing about girls trip was everyone knew Tiffany Haddish was going to have this crazy star making performance bridesmaids. Same thing with Melissa McCarthy. And I think bros, if I'm iffy on it, it's because I just don't see where this trailer is promising you, like, here's the big set piece, here's the big supporting character, here's the lead character doing their shtick. You know, it's mm-hmm. very much a romantic, which is fine, it's a romantic comedy, but it doesn't seem to be a romantic comedy that is promising you, like, a guaranteed big laugh performance anywhere. Well, it's funny because you were talking, we were talking by the water cooler before the recording about Flying the Wall, which is the SNL podcast with Dana Carvey and mm-hmm. David Spade. And they interview a lot of SNL alums and they they bagged Lauren. They got Lauren on the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two-parter. First part came out. I haven't listened to it yet, but you were filling me in on it. Yeah. I plan to listen. But they were talking about Wayne's World and he just said, when people go to see a movie or a comedy, they want to see... They want to they want to have a good time. They want to see something that looks like a good time, right? And I don't know if Bros looks like a good time. It might for for some people, but I don't. It doesn't have that indelible sort of oh, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I the thing is, I like the trailer. Fine, there's a lot about it. I like it. All looks pleasant, and there's definitely funny lines in it. I think in terms of it breaking out, the thing I don't see is like, yeah, it's a good time, I'm sure. And and the reviews are great. It's got 96%. That's the thing. Like, I do not doubt that this is a funny movie. Billy Eichner is funny. Nicholas Stoller, mm-hmm. the director, he did the Neighbors movies. Those are great. I'm not a big fan of forgetting Sarah Marshall personally, but that's obviously a big Get hit. Get him to the Greek was great. I, I and I don't like that, but but again, those are hit movies. This guy makes hits. Billy Eichner is funny. The reviews are great, ninety six percent. So I don't doubt it's funny. I am almost thinking the issue right now is in the trailer. You, you when you sell these comedies, you got to show them. Here is the thing that you're going to go nuts for. Mm-hmm. You know. Here is the supporting character performance, the, you know, the Tiffany Haddish, the Melissa McCarthy. Here's the, Jim Carrey talking out of his butt. Right, right. And and I think the trailer is missing that. Here's Cameron Diaz like, with uh, the hairstyle. Exactly. With the hairstyle. That's as far as we'll go. You know, yeah. it's we, we don't want to we, we don't want to get uh, uh, coarse, uh, coarse. We don't want to get coarse. But, you know, Cameron Diaz with the hairstyle. So. I think that the, the you know, and what we're talking about bros is like, we were hoping this was a movie that was, that would open up $20 million, really mm-hmm. bring back studio comedies. Cause we want this to be a hit. I hope it's a hit. I think the marketing of this doesn't do what a comedy movie needs to do to open big, big. 
that that's, well, that's kind of where I, I leave it on bros heading into the weekend. And it's tracking, according to Box Office Pro, just above Marry Me and Easter Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Easter Sunday, that's a disaster if it's anywhere near Easter Sunday. Aye, aye, aye. Marry Me, which was a day and date release, mm-hmm. opened to 7.9, so almost 8 million. But that had Owen Wilson. It had... Jennifer Lopez. Right, right. I mean, it had, you know, Sarah Silverman to a lesser extent, but like, I mean, J Lo has an ingrained audience. Right. Billy but, Eichner doesn't. But that was also day and date on Peacock and it opened Super Bowl weekend. Yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. So I, so, but I mean, tracking doesn't really lie unless right. Bros gets a lot of walk ups, a lot right. of walk up traffic. And I don't, and I don't see a young person who's the main person who goes to the theater or older people. Like we're seeing oldsters coming. We're seeing older women. But if you're a kid and you're walking up, are you going to go bros or are you going to go smile? And I think that's the deci- that's what is really going to sink bros. It's like if it's a funny movie and people want to see it, it's going to do well. But there's not enough of a like – I must see this well, as well, opposed to smile where you're like, wait, there's these weirdos at this baseball game. I need to see what's up with this. I mean, I think that is going to be the story of this weekend. And maybe the next week is I do think coming into the weekend, the first choice for the young people is going to be smile mm-hmm. and um, bros is going to, I think bros is going to have to grows, you know, bros is going to have to, leg out over the weekend these reviews are great 96 percent. so if the if the audience who goes on friday likes it and the word of mouth is great i mean we've seen that just in the last few weeks something like barbarian grows over the course of the weekend grows from one weekend to the next or at least has an amazing hold because it's a good movie and people like it so i think the story going into the weekend is that smile is going to open big and smile is going to be the first choice and bros. If it is great. And if the marketing is not doing a great job of showing all the laughs that are actually in this movie, then the word of mouth can help it do better on Saturday, help it do better on Sunday, have a good week, have a good hold. Um, but we both think then smile is the, is the big one coming into this weekend. And, it's so interesting because that has picked up so much steam the last few weeks. Well, why do you why do you think that is? Why has Smile just gotten so much stronger the last well, couple of weeks? I mean, we've talked about this on the previous episode about the viral marketing. Yep. I think their Paramount is doing a, a, an excellent job of making everybody know that this is a movie coming out. I mean, that's really yes. and it's coming out this weekend. People know that the Smile is iconic now. Mm-hmm. That smile is like the red balloon from it, marketing-wise. Well, and, and that's the thing when I talk about what the bros marketing campaign is missing is the comedic equivalent of the smile, the comedic equivalent of that guy who we think is Eric Wareheim, but is not Eric Wareheim in the trailer, who does the big, big smile in the loony bin or wherever he is in the hospital. And that's what horror movies and comedy movies are so similar in that 
you just want to have that those big visceral set pieces that make the audience have a big reaction. And I think the smile trailer is promising people, oh, we've got it. We have those big moments. We have the big crazy thing that you haven't seen before. And it's going to be these people smiling, you know, and yeah. it, 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 that's all you need. That's all you need. Well, we got an interesting email from one of B.O. boy, David. Okay. And he said, hey, boys, mm-hmm. Dave from South Jersey, the stacks of the Northeast with a question for you about smiles opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember Blumhouse's Truth or Dare? Mm-hmm. He says, in that, the actors would put on a big smile before killing their victims, right? Yep. You, you remember that because we saw that movie together. Did we, we saw not? it in the theater. Yep. Yes. He says, David goes on to say, I personally think not enough people remember that movie to hurt the box office. If they do, the great marketing campaign will overcome any lingering negative feelings of that movie from four years ago. Besides, the horror hounds need their fix. It's a Halloween, it's Halloween season. After all, I will hit send and listen. Dave from SJ. Well, thank you, David. Yes. Or Dave, you. however you yeah. prefer to be uh, uh, recognized. Big D. But Big D from North J. I, I thought it was going to be G, but it's a J. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck that one up. Anyway, so I was looking, though, at the opening for said Truth or Dare. I'm looking at it, it right now. 18.6, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good opening for a, a low-budget movie. It was released in April of 2018. But, I mean... That's the thing is that maybe I don't know how this movie came about, but that was one of the coolest things about Truth or Dare is that you saw that big grin. And who knows? This person might be like, that's a great image. You know, the the Joker killing his victims with a big smile. How has nobody had this be a killer's thing? Mm -hmm, And then they created this iconic poster with this woman who is like as iconic as, you know, uh, those a busted t-shirt ads. What's that t-shirt company that had Bust, the girls busted in it? Tees? Busted tees. As iconic as the busted tees girl. Yes, yes, yes. From the, the days of collegehumor.com in the yes. late 90s. Yeah. And so I do think, you know, this movie could do truth or dare numbers or more. I mean, there's the, the, people are saying this thing could do 20. I think more. I think this mm-hmm. is catching so much steam. I mean- the 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 viral marketing campaign of sending those paid smilers to sit behind a home plate at the baseball games the last week was such a stroke of genius, you know. And they had some of the smilers hang outside the window at the Today Show and behind different reporters. I mean, they what they did the smile campaign is they used a. Uh, a marketing strategy that has been used by morning zoo radio DJs for centuries, mm-hmm. which is to just uh, to just photobomb the news and events. You know, yeah. like it is for centuries. Morning zoo DJs have been if if one of our fans gets a sign of you know uh, Big Ted and the Bear on on Z one hundred five, and you get that sign behind home plate. At the at the Rockies game, you know you you win uh, you win uh, free tickets to see Dashboard Confessional. You know oh, yeah. it's like these, 
It's just the oldest trick in the book used by the poorest, lowest rungs of show business, which is morning uh, morning radio, you know, other than Howard Stern, of course, morning radio, lowest rung of, of show business, barely uh, above, you know, I don't even want to say it. So it is the lowest rung. And Smile co-opted their oldest trick in the book and took it to the box office level. And it's great. Well, I, it's a, I mean, it's a nonverbal Baba Booey Howard Stern's penis. Yes. Yes. That's yes, what it is. Yes. And I think it worked. I mean, it worked. It's everywhere. And also, this movie is getting good reviews. That's the other thing. Yeah. We're talking about bros being a well-reviewed comedy, which is kind of rare, right? This is a well-reviewed horror movie. Right, which is so rare because- It's so, so rare. Horror, especially this type of horror, you know, like something like Barbarian needed to be as great as it was to make the box office did because that is a indie- ish i mean it was disney and fox but that that was a movie that needed to be great to get the word of mouth to be a box office hit but Mm -hmm. something like smile that just had such a big splashy just made for teenagers horror hook it could have been bad and it still probably would have made like 15 million dollars and the fact that it might be really good the reviews are what the 80 percent on rotten tomatoes well 77 at this point but that's still really great for this type of horror movie that doesn't have a big name has no big names and so i i mean i think the 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 clear takeaway between both of these movies that's that smile has all the momentum and smile had the better marketing campaign and with bros I'm not fault. Universal spent a lot on this movie. We've seen that trailer a million times. Billy Eichner has been everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. like they, Universal tried, is trying, and they may succeed, but they definitely have spent on this this movie. But I think Paramount with Smile just has run the smarter campaign in these last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, if it's a if it's a horse race then, you know, Paramount has definitely won this one. And even our uh, intrepid wannabe boy Austin sent us a great mm-hmm. email, as always, uh, saying that this, he called the marketing on this movie a blitz, which is great because yes. it has been a blitz. It has been a blitz, yeah. And he says, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but com- he loves big screen theatrical comedies with all his heart, but he doesn't think that this connected, this marketing campaign connected the way, say, Trainwreck did. And so he doesn't mm-hmm. think that this is going to uh, do that well. He doesn't think it's going to cry macho, but it's not going to be Neighbors 3. So he's looking under 10 for this, like most people are. But he's going 22 on Smile. He's going 22 on Smile. Well, and just to connect to, you know, Austin made the comparison of Bros and Trainwreck. And I think that goes back to what I said before of Trainwreck, which was a Judd Apatow directed movie starring Amy Schumer in the lead. And that was a movie centered around breaking a TV comedy star, but the movie's premise was all about, here's the persona of the comedy star exactly as you already know her. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Trainwreck was, you like Amy Schumer's stand-up about how she gets drunk and has sex at bars? Do you like her sketch show about how she gets drunk and has sex at bars? Here is a movie about how she gets drunk and has sex. You know, that was the, here's the comedic character you know, and then here's a movie 
that is totally based around that comedic character in a way that, again, bros isn't Billy on the street, the movie, which that's a tough sell because, you know, Mm -hmm. that is a total sketch comedy character sell. You know, that's turning the ladies man from an SNL sketch into a movie. But the, the thing with bros, like, again, it just doesn't feel like it's translating the known comedic persona to a movie the way something like Trainwreck did. Well, you know what would put bros over the top is Bo and Yang has a great scene in yes. that trailer. Yes. Where he says, you two are too old for the pool. Yes. Now, if Bo and Yang was in this movie for 45% of it. Which he may be. And, and he may be, but you right. have to use that because he's a he's a, a, a star that's breaking yep. with SNL. With all these cast members leaving, it's the door is wide open for his brand of comedy, yes. which he's he's really had some bright moments on this show. This he's is a got great a point. very popular podcast. Like La Culturistas is a very big podcast. Oh yes, right? yes, yeah. But if he was in this movie for, like I said, forty five minutes of it, that whole group of people would go see it. They would go to see it in droves. But we're I mean, not sure. Is a great, young people who are into comedy, he's a rising star and he's yes. doing his persona that people know. And I'll yes. tell you what, if he, if Bowen Yang is in this movie more than just that scene, you know, more than just that line, you recut a trailer that makes it seem like Bowen Yang is the second lead in this movie, you know, or, and, the, or the third lead or, or whatever it is, because he's the guy who could be your. Zach Galifianakis, your Tiffany Haddish, your Melissa McCarthy, the one who's like, oh, we've got to see this comedy because there is a supporting character that is nuts, you know, that you is know, going to be a big breakout. So if Bowen Yang is in this movie more, recut that trailer and get five more Bowen Yang one-liners in there. And you know what? If Universal was on the ball, mm-hmm. this is what you do. And I know Bowen's getting ready for SNL, so, so – it, it, uh, we hope it'd be him, but maybe even have Billy Eichner do this. And who knows? He might be planning to do this. He might have already done it. Who knows? I haven't followed the Billy Eichner news. You get Bo and Yang to a baseball game. And you oh. put him behind home plate. And you have him do the smile. And yes. you have hold up a sign that says, go see bros. Yes, that's the move. That, that would make people go nuts. That's the move. Yes. If you got Billy Eichner and Bo and Yang to sit behind home plate and have big grins on mm-hmm. the entire game. And listen, the the, uh, the the Mets and the Atlanta Braves have a huge series this weekend to determine the fate of the National League East. And listen, we're not a sports ba- podcast, huh? We're not on huh. WFAN in New York City, huh? Huh. But... That is a big series, major playoff implications in major markets. Send Bo and Yang and Billy Eichner down to Atlanta to sit behind home plate with big smiles on their faces with bros shirts on. It would be huge. It would be a direct counterpunch to smile because, listen, bros and smile, they are in combat this weekend. They are battling Mm -hmm. for the young people's dollars and you gotta, you gotta hit back. And I think that that's a great idea. That's a great idea. So let's, let's, let's get down to it then. What are some actual numbers here? Cause, cause I think we can fold this into our top. Yeah. Let's get into it now. Picks. 
I mean, now, just I... to let you know, mm -hmm. some theater counts mm -hmm. for you. Don't worry, darling. Still going to be the biggest. 4,121. Interesting. Interesting. Then it's going to be Smile with 3,645. The Woman King with 3,504. Bros with 3,350. And then Barbarian is going to be holding tight with 2,720. So those are the relevant films, I believe. So, and then so Avatar, Bros is opening in less theaters than Smile. A yes. couple of hundred less, but but yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And then um, Avatar is still going to be in, in, in a lot of theaters, but those are going to be premium theaters. So, you know, the right. tickets are going to be more, but I don't I think Avatar could be in the top five, but it's not a slam dunk at this right. point. I mean, here's what I'll throw out on Smile as a as an over under for you. Okay. So the one of the, the last big, big horror movie to open this year was uh Black Phone. Ethan Hawke, oh, Blumhouse's Black, Phone, Black yes. Phone came out. Let me guess, that was 23. June. It was 23.6, right? Nailed it. 23.6. Do you feel like the momentum of Smile is going to get over that number? Could Smile do $24 million? God. Black Phone had everything going for it in the fact that it had Ethan Hawke. It right. had you know, a, a, a seasoned director that kind of knew by name Blumhouse, that great evocative seventies sort of just, uh, oh God, it's, and it so opened tough. in the summer. It, it was like the big movie of a weekend in June. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I, oh God, that's really tough. I mean, I want to say over, but that's I such a, that's such a gigantic opening weekend if 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 smile does 24 but that's the thing with horror is smile could do 24 and make 10 million the next weekend or 8 million and it's still a giant hit because it's well, like yeah, I, everyone's going to come out to see this on Thursday and Friday and Saturday night yeah you know what I, I, as much as i was hemming and hawing you know what i'm going to go i'm going to say 26 Wow. And, and the reason I'm going to say it is because this looks scary in the right ways, goofy in the right ways. I just see a bunch of kids going and laughing and screaming and doing the smile to each other and being like, that was so stupid. It was so funny, but you were scared. You weren't scared. I wasn't scared. You know, right, that kind right. of shit. I right. could see that being like a movie that a big group of teenagers will go see because they're going to think it's going to be so much fun. Wow. Okay, so you're 26. I'm going to go over two, but I think like 24. I think it just barely gets over. Okay. And and, yeah. and to me, both of these predictions are nuts. I mean, Smile, if Smile hits either of these numbers, it is just out of control. And uh, I, I think whoever came up with the baseball, you know, not whoever came up with it, whoever decided to, hey, we should rip off Z Morning Zoo DJs, you know, we should rip off Morning Shock Jocks from the 80s and do the uh, viral marketing at a baseball game promotion. Whoever thought to do that should get a raise. Yes, absolutely. absolutely should get a raise. I don't know how much, what percentage, 
but I would say a 20% raise from whatever they're it also, now. I mean, it also would have to rely on their general temperament and, you know, their previous kind of, you know, the, the quality of their work previous to this. Yeah. Yeah. But this should be a big factor and obviously they yeah, should yeah, be yeah. a team player and, and easy to work with in the office, but yeah, raises for whoever came up with that, that smile promotion. So, um, I mean, if we're thinking that smiles are going to go that high to me, then that bodes poorly for bros, because again, it's not a limited pie, but there is some amount of splitting of a pie. And if the young people are going to smile in that number, I think that means that they're not going to bros the same weekend. So do, yeah. are you, how then how lows are you goes on bros? I mean, do you, do you, after all we said, do you think this is a single digit opening? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the box office pro has the range anywhere from seven to 12. Yeah. And I think with the smile over indexing, and then even if those are sold out, I think the runoff goes to Barbarian or Avatar or Don't Worry Darling or The Woman King. I just think there's so many other options for the runoff from Smile. You know, because if you can't see Smile, maybe you go see Barbarian because that's another well-liked thrill ride. Right. right. So my take on Bros is that it's going to make $7 million. Huh. I mean, I'm going a little higher on that, but I think eight, eight and a half. I think basically around that. I mean, I think the thing is when when we're looking at it being so uncomfortably close to Easter Sunday, which mm-hmm. was a significantly less promoted movie from Universal in August. And yeah. I here's one other thing. I mean, maybe we'll talk about more next week is I think a problem with bros is this movie should have came out in August. It should have been yes. one of those movies that came out the week after Bullet Train and mm-hmm. took advantage of it's still summer, but they're not releasing anything. This movie yeah. came out too late. Smile is coming out the perfect time because we're about to be in Halloween season. If Bros had come out on August 12th, I think it would have done much better than it's going to do in this run. That That's my my guess there. You know, you know actually, here's what I'm going to do because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll this into my top five. Go for it. Give me your top five. Let's I'm get actually going to say Bros makes six. Wow. I mean, that is a huge, huge, almost disaster if it ends up that low. I, I don't. OK, go for it. Give me your Here's top what five. I'm going to say. Yeah. Smile number one. Yeah. Slam doink. Slam yeah. doink that this is number slam one. doink. Doink of the week. And number two, I'm going to say the woman king. Wow. Number three, I'm going to say, don't worry, darling. Wow. 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 Number four, I'm going to say bros. Wow. And number five, I'm going to say Avatar reissue. Wow. And you know what? I'm not that confident that it could beat the Avatar reissue. Wow. Wow. I think think we're going to read in deadline, you know, bros goes lows. Wow. I am. Yeah. I am mouth agape. I am stunned at these predictions. 
Wow. I just think, I just think, like you said, this movie should have came out in August. There's too much competition. All right. I mean, I'll give you my top five. Of course, Doink of the Week is Smile. It's the slammest yeah. of all the doinks. It's it's number one. Like I said, I'm going 24 million. I think it opens bigger than Black Phone, but mm-hmm. I mean, anything, you know, 20 plus on this movie would be gigantic. So yes. either way, that that's huge. Number two, I mean, I guess the question here is what is the don't worry, darling drop? It made 19 million last week. If it drops 50%, that's nine and a half million. If it drops six, you know, is this going to make 8 million? I think number two is don't worry, darling. And something that we've heard from other people um, and we've seen is that Don't Worry Darling's actually played pretty well throughout the week. You know, it's weekday holds have been solid. They've been at or above what Woman King did in its first week. Don't Worry Darling surprisingly may not crater this weekend. Um, And so, so with that in mind, I think this movie could make nine million dollars and i think then that beats bros which i think is going to make eight million dollars so i'm going uh a smile first don't worry second bros third i mean woman king made 11 million last week this is a movie that i think is going to be down to probably seven so i think woman king four and then I guess it's got to be Avatar reissue five beating out Barbarian because Avatar made ten and a half last week. Barbarian made four point eight. Yeah. So yeah, Avatar would have to drop a lot um, to to go below Barbarian. So I go Avatar five and then Barbarian six. But yeah, I've got Bros third. I think it beats Woman King. But I think Don't Worry Darling. If it makes nine million, that's probably enough. To, to to beat out bros. Now, can I maybe try to change your mind? Okay. With the use of an email from wannabe oh boy Hunter. Sure. Actually, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Okay. Wannabe O person Hunter. Okay. Wannabe O person says, Hunter. Hey, Pat and Clayton. Wannabe O person Hunter checking in from the stacks of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to report in with my experience of watching the weekend's releases back to back tonight and the differences I noticed in the audiences. Now, he's talking about Avatar and Don't Worry Darling, which were the big releases from last week. Mm-hmm. I saw Avatar in, uh, in IMAX 3D and it was a fantastic experience and the crowd was totally absorbed in the movie. In contrast, though I did enjoy the movie, the audience for Don't Worry Darling was chatty and disruptive. People talked throughout. Phone lights were shining. Mm. And the talk I heard exiting the movie was about the drama around the cast. I think this doesn't look good for the hold on this movie in future weeks. It seems likely that audience for Avatar came for the movie and the audience for Don't Worry Darling came for the chatter around it. Butts in the seats are always a good thing, but I don't think many butts will show up next weekend once there's something new to chatter about. Love the show. I'll see you guys at the box office. Hunter. Great email, Hunter. Thank you. Boots on the ground from Michigan. We need everybody in the in the in every state to do a send us an email, boots yes. on the ground in their theater experience. Wanna be O person hunter. 
great, great person. Now, what do you think of that? Do you think the chatter has moved on? I mean, listen, the chatter has moved on in that don't worry, darling, is not going to become some kind of sensation. It's not going to, it's not barbarian. It's not something that people are loving and the holds are going to be spectacular. But, you know, I have also heard uh, from from certain people, from certain youngsters. I mean, I'll throw it out there. I I had an interview today with a prospective wannabe intern. We may have mm-hmm. a, a, an intern on the show soon. Great interview. Great, great kid. Uh, the, the future of BO just looks brighter and brighter every day. The more we meet our Danny Eskimologies and our Austins and now our prospective intern. And I was talking to this internship candidate. And talking about Don't Worry Darling, and, you know, that's part of the interview process is what are you hearing about last week's number one movie? And, you know, this youngster, college age, talked about how people his age, and especially women his age, they don't care about the reviews. Is the movie good? Is the movie bad? Any of that. They just care that Harry Styles is in the movie, and they want to see Harry Styles. And... I think that to some, listen, and the youngsters are going to go see Smile this weekend. We've already established that. But there is something to the Harry Styles star factor that maybe softens the 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 blow of of Don't Worry Darling second weekend and the hold is better than we would have thought based on the reviews, based on you know the the uh, the opening weekend noise going away. Well, and the cinema score was not bad. I mean, that's the thing is like audiences did not hate this movie. I mean, they yes. may have laughed at it, but they enjoyed whatever experience, you know, as as Hunter said. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I won't get into it because there's would be spoiling plot of the movie. But my wife did alert me to a hashtag based around the Harry Styles character in which fans were rallying around this character in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just goes to show that the he's a draw and he's a draw that maybe is getting a certain fan base to see this movie that maybe they don't even love to see it multiple times just to spend time with Harry Styles. So uh, I, I think that the drop is not going to be as bad as we would have thought a week ago. And therefore, I think, don't worry, darling, could still make eight and a half to nine million dollars a second weekend. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, listen, uh, there's a lot to talk about. There's yeah. a lot of, I mean, that's the thing is that there are so many different p- possibilities in this top five, and that's yes. what makes it exciting. Yes. The, the, listen, the Monday episode of Bo Boys, when we finally get the results of what happened here, is going to be spectacular. It's going to be real and it's going to be spectacular. And speaking of Danny, really quick, you know, yes. of the host of Ice Cream, You Scream, Four Movies, who released another episode, his Avatar review. Oh, it is fantastic. It was great to hear someone have such a fresh take on Avatar. And we all know, if you listen to the show and you listen to Danny's show, he is the biggest Paramount booster there is. Mm-hmm. He loves mm-hmm. the studio and he thinks Smile is going to bring the goods. Yep. And he read in Wikipedia 
which he doesn't know if it's actually a legitimate source or not, Mm -hmm. but that this was a barbarian situation where Smile was going to go Paramount Plus and they saw people reacting to the screenings and thought better of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he's going low 20s, at least 21 million. So the consensus with all of us seems to be this thing's going to break 20. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, that's the thing too, is that some kinds and listen, we don't want to move the market anyway. We're not trying to lower the market for bros or anything like that, but sometimes no. this buzz does get people more excited about a movie. And I do think that this positive momentum in the last couple of weeks for smile is peak people's interest in the marketing, but made people feel like hey, this is a winner. And we always say people want to get behind a winner. And I think as you go into the weekend, Smile feels like a winner. So that's going to just make it even more popular. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, Pat. So where can they find us, Pat? You could email us, of course, at theboboyspodcast at gmail.com. As you've heard, we love getting, reading emails, getting your insights, Boots on the ground reports from all over the country, all different age groups, all different demographics. It's just so helpful in giving us a clearer picture of what people are excited about, what people are thinking, what's happening at movie theaters, how popcorn tastes from one state to another. It's all very important information. So email us, the B.O.Boys podcast at gmail.com. I don't think there's anything left to say, Pat. No, nothing. Except until next time. We'll smell you at the bar.